Uh, so Ray, have you got a? Uh, we normally do like a cold open. Uh, well, you know, a cold open is is mm. where sort of before the credits roll, uh, there's a, a sort of light-hearted, uh, vaguely related to the theme of the episode. Yeah, they don't motif. need you to explain. Okay, uh, so so do we have one of those? Normally, uh, you know, you come up with that, and it's um, they're all, like I, yep. it's actually one normally of my normally I come parts up with that. It's it's um usually it's it's one of my favorite parts of the episode uh because it, it you, you kind of uh Ugh. always takes me by surprise and it's it's really Ugh. uh enjoyable to uh, you don't uh you don't sound very enthusiastic about about this week's like bit did no I guess I don't uh did did something uh, something happened is something wrong with the the bit something that you happened wow. Yeah, no, everything's um, fine. Everything's oh, okay. Fine. Um, so, uh, what's the what's the skit for this week gonna be? This this month's episode. Um. Uh, yeah, you know, I I didn't. Uh, I I I don't know if I want to say. Oh, uh, is it? I mean, normally you don't you don't say because it's gonna be like a I'm surprise. Feeling, I'm just feeling a little, uh, you know, sort of put upon. I guess put put upon because because it's the start of the episode. And... It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'm glad um, that it that it is fine. Uh, so uh, l- 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 let me try and uh, you know sort of yes and uh, yeah yes and I am also feeling. <sighs> p- um... Is there like a draft in your room? I can't. Some interference coming through. I can't believe you. Uh oh! Oh wait! Did did have I done something wrong? Okay. Uh, uh, it's like a, one of those games. No, no, you you've to... done nothing. You've never done anything. It's all good. It's all I mean, fine. That, that is probably fair. I, I have, I have rarely done anything. Um. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That broke me. <laughs> Skit's over. I can't do it anymore. I can't play. I can't play. And welcome to Ambridge to Nowhere, a uh, a field guide to the world of BBC Radio 4's The Archers uh, from two people who have uh, lived in the forest their entire lives and never seen mm. a field. I field am... guide to some people in fields often. Uh, yeah, uh, I am field a, guide. <laughs> a wood nymph, uh, a dryad... Uh, a, a a creature made from the hopes and dreams of uh, fey creatures throughout the realm uh, who goes these days by the name of Alex. Mm, and I, I too am a fey. But I am a fey that uh, collects pizza crusts that you leave in cardboard boxes in the corner of your room on Sunday evening. You don't pick up until Wednesday. Uh, that is overly generous of how long I left pizza boxes <laughs> in first year. 
Yeah, uh, this is more of a me. Like, I'm more of a Sunday to Wednesday pizza crust lever. Um, okay. I, you know, full, no, no shame to those who leave them longer or those cowards who leave them less time. <laughs> I, I, um... I did build up a tower of pizza boxes <laughs> at one point, uh, sort of just trying to build some kind of Les Miserables barricade across mm-hmm. my door. Um, Alex, as you, you can see know, me turning my head right now. Guess what? Yeah. I'm looking at? Are you looking uh, at I'm a pizza at, box? <laughs> I'm looking at a pizza box. <laughs> it's Thursday, you liar. <laughs> well, to be fair, wait, when did I eat that pizza? Someday. That pizza's been here for 75 years. Um, as you can no doubt tell, this is an Archer's recap show. Uh, apparently. Okay. If you say um, so. How, how, how would you... I always, I always say what this show is. What is this show, Ray? Um, this show is a exploration of the human condition... Uh, but through the medium of uh, people who wear wellies and those who respect those who wear wellies. In my case, in your case, the respect is minimal. I can get behind a wellie wearer. (laughs) Wellie wearer. Hello, my name's Wellie wearer. (laughs) <laughs> um okay. And I'm Gillet. Gillet. Gillet I'm Gillet. It's French. <laughs> it's French, I see. Um so last time there was Gillet preparation Aldridge. for a flower show that I was very excited oh, shit, about. There was. Um, you know, I don't even remember if anything happened with that. Oh. I was excited for the for the fate. There was a fate, a sort of uh-huh. socially was. distanced fate that was happening, uh, which I had predicted. Uh, did Joe Pasquale turn up? That's what I need to know. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't think so. I uh, don't think he got. I don't think he got your message. I'm and there was so no. Sorry. There was no threats of cyber terrorism. Uh, which the was only threat, my other plot point. The only threat of cyber terrorism is Natasha's threat of holding a webinar. Oh, she said the word <laughs> webinar, and I. Oh, this is that—that's our dictionary dictionary corner for the archers. Is when oh, we haven't uh, done that in ages. When an when a when a phrase is so out of touch with the youth that it finally appears in the <laughs> archers, and that's how you know that it's no longer like a trendy phrase to say. Uh, webinar was trendy it was yeah in like 1994 um <laughs> i hate natasha so much we should do a whole episode sometime on all of the non-english characters and how much the archers hates them <laughs> is where is natasha from She's Welsh, remember? We've talked oh, about Oh, yeah, we have talked about this before. Okay. Um, She's doing her usual bullshit. She's like, oh, I'm not to be not to be rude or anything, but I'd really like to, like, you know, uh, 
stick my whole foot inside of your business and sort of like sort of smash it around a little bit like I'm stomping grapes for wine. <laughs> um, Except the only thing I'm making is piss. I I must have missed that. Piss wine. class. Piss wine. Uh, fucking so her if, and her if, stupid fucking juice. Wait, is she part of Juice Village? I'm, yeah, no, I'm she's confused. Juice Lady. Oh, it hasn't been. It's I feel been like anything, eighty-four years. Uh, you know, Juice Village was such a pleasant time when the idea of going outside and spending time with others to plant fruit trees seemed like uh, a delightful day out instead of what it has become in my mind now, which is a hellscape uh, designed only to prove to me the stupidity of others. Um, so I, you know, I'm I'm not keen anymore, but I, I do still appreciate the idea of a juice village, and I'm sad that it has not happened. Okay. Uh, so if 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 a uh, a flower show socially distanced garden thing isn't happening, what is? Okay. So pause for a moment while I open this uh, flapjack packet. There we go. So. <laughs> you got to throw that flapjack at someone now. Yeah. Um, it's for ambiance. I'm, I'm just smelling it so I get in the mood. Mmm, lively lemon. So, there's some shit going on with Linda and Robert again. Involving penis enlargement pill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um... What what do you call it? Um, a a a upper an a putter upper. An upper. A putter upper, you know. A putter upper. Pill. upper. That's what oh, I call you mean Viagra? Yeah, but like you know, that's like a specific name. Like, is a, that like a brand name, like Bit ju- or a, Biro or whatever? I don't. Know. Is Viagra is Viagra a brand name or a drug name? I, d- I don't know. I don't know. You you are you are speaking of uh, male enhancement, or well, I suppose not male yes. enhancement. That's a yeah. Male uh, penis power pills. Pa- pe- penis power pills. My PPPs. Penis power pills. So there's a whole thing with that. Wait, really? Um, you weren't joking. There's a legit horny. Yeah, there's a legit. There's a legit storyline. Yeah, there's a legit uh, penis superpower plotline. So, there's that. Um, there's Alice doing her I- existing in the way she does. It's her whole deal. Where I hate her, and she's an idiot. And God, do I fucking hate privileged, privileged farm girls. Fucking... Oh, she's so... How is she worse than Kate? Question I asked myself. Um, there's that, and then there's talking about the whole Natasha thing. Um, uh, okay, well, obviously I want to talk about PP pills. So, uh, but maybe we should uh, save that as a tantalizing treat, uh, like I do with all of my PP pills. That's what he was doing. He was having it with dessert. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you wouldn't want to have it before dessert because then when you're trying to like rest your bowl of uh, sticky toffee pudding on your lap, uh, if you're like sat watching TV eating dessert, it's just going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about? Uh, so tell me what Natasha's been sticking her foot inside. Right. So rent reductions. We all we we've all been we've all been there recently. Or some of us haven't, because world of fuck. Um I don't know if you remember this, but Fallon and Emma they work in a tea room that Fallon owns. And I don't know if yes. you remember this, but the landlord for that property of the tea room is Helen Archer. I probably might not have even mentioned it. I, it's I so don't know that, but yes. I know about she, the tea she's room She's their landlord. It's on Bridge Farm property. Yes. I keep... I, my daily struggle is remembering whose farm is who. Which archer like, is which archer? It's like wake up in the morning, remember which archer is which archer, and who owns what farm. Also, they're called like Brookfield Home and Bridge Farm. How are you? Why are you asking me to differentiate between the three of those? Wait, that was those three things. Those are all things? the same words. Those are all the same words. Yeah, that was those three all... things. I thought you only said two names. Okay, pretty sure it's Bridge Farm for the Helen and Pat and Tony. And the other one, Lot, Tom. That was me being mean. Um, <laughs> Helen, Pat, Tony, and the fourth one. <laughs> it's like then, the it's like the Beatles or yeah. Take That. <laughs> it's like Take That. Who's the fourth got, one with the Beatles? Um, to you, who's the, who's the to fourth me, one? To uh, me, George. Interesting. The fourth one to me is Ringo. What the reason that George is the fourth one for me is that I can't remember if he's alive or not. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Shit, is he? No, but I also think he was the only one that didn't have a number one solo album. I don't know enough about the uh, Beatles to be t- talking about this. Uh, I'm much more qualified to talk about Take That and the fact that there is a fourth member. Uh, and I don't even know what his name is. I didn't There's- even... There's no. Gary Barlow, Jason Orange. You're making that up. His name's Jason Orange. Uh, okay. Uh, Kevin. I love I don't not know knowing things. Kevin. I don't know. I Such exactly. A privilege That's my not point. Knowing things about take that. I I, re- Robin I, Williams I truly appreciate the privilege I have. Mrs. Doubtfire. And the fourth one. Mrs. Doubtfire is my favorite member of Take That. <laughs> what if we talked about the archers? We could do that. It would We're be funnier if I, I could think. remember a Take That song and then I could do it in Mrs. Doubtfire's voice, but I completely blanked on. Um, did they is do yellow, that whole, is you yellow and me, you can that light one? up the skies if you stay by my side, we could rule the world. Aren't oh, they rule no, the world? Yellow, yellow is Coldplay. Uh... Yellow is Coldplay. <laughs> yellow is Coldplay. I remember Yellow is Coldplay because all Coldplay songs have really bullshit names. Well, like the color yellow? I remember. They're bullshit names in the, the like, 
either very stupid or very pretentious. That's all I remember about Coldplay. This so is, this is Coldplay slander. Didn't and... they do? Didn't take that? Do like we can light up the skies if you stay by my side. We can pork all night long. I don't know. <laughs> uh yeah so that's how the song goes right yeah i think so this flat tag's um, pretty good i probably shouldn't be eating it whilst we're talking about take that but um it's fine i'm this feeling has... extra manic today i needed some <laughs> flapjack to calm me down i'm just gonna stroke my teddy bear's head instead so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna 360 degree work backwards to where we were having a conversation Take that, members of a band. Fourth, fourth member. Bridge Tom. Farm Archers. Tom is the fourth. Tom is the Ringo. Uh, farms. Bridge Farm. Brookfield Farm. Main Archers. Home Farm. Aldridges. We hate them. Emma and Fallon. Natasha. <laughs> Landlords. Helen is the landlord. She's been doing rent reductions during COVID. She want, she is stopping rent reductions now. Fallon can't afford that. And Fallon's been talking to Natasha about it, who is Helen's sister-in-law, obviously. And Natasha is... I, I just honestly... I honestly can't even find the words for how much I hate the way she talks. Like what with the Welsh accent? <laughs> I mean, you said it, not me. <laughs> you take you take credit for that. I ain't touching that with a ten foot. I ain't touching that with a ten foot maypole, as we would say. <laughs> I'm not touching that with a, a ten foot Welsh cake. Um, <laughs> fuck ten foot Welsh cake. I would murder a friend. No, we're having a, right we're now. talking. We're talking about the archers. Stop it. <laughs> so, uh, so Natasha's getting involved. She with... she's talking to Fallon, and she's all like, oh, "She's so entitled, and you're so you're so conceited." That's my favorite line for Breakfast Club. So she's she's to Fallon, all casual, like mm, you might have to reduce. You might have. Yeah, I guess you'll just have to fire Emma. Like it's, it's, pfft, it's. Pfft. Yeah, and that's Fallon someone's like, livelihood. Whatever, who cares, right? That's someone's livelihood. Like she's like, mm, I'm so sympathetic that you might have to reduce. And then when she was stopped having the conversation with Fallon, and during the conversation with Fallon, she was doing this thing where she was saying, "Oh, you had, you just have to be hopeful and hunker down and do your best, and I know you'll make the right decision." Just disgusting corporate huh 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 and then when Fallon was gone Natasha was like well it is what it is she's gonna have to learn the hard way she just doesn't know she needs to be tough about how she operates her business let alone rent reductions she's just the way you're operating your business isn't working. You have to learn how to be smart about these things. Ha ha, laughing, laughing to the sound of £8,000 credit card debt. I was going to say, <laughs> she's a business professional, serious business, isn't she? She's Mrs. Business. She, she was named She was named Ambridge Mrs. Business of the Year, 12 years running. Yeah, she's 
she sure knows how business she sure is she sure business. can business <laughs> uh yeah what does she do other than get into eight thousand pounds of credit card debt and pretend it's nothing juice juice the most profitable of all businesses fruit juice trees fruit uh, juice trees webinar hi i'm natasha <laughs> welcome oh, that reminds me i realized i realized what the monologues were reminding me of it's taken me so long to understand the visceral hatred I like the visceral reversion I feel towards the monologues and it's because they sound like you know those kinds of extremely British adverts where there's someone in like a uh, you know like pleasantly lit room and they're like holding a cup of tea they're staring out the window um, and there's some like very sensual atmospheric music playing it's an advert um and they start having this internal monologue about picking the kids up from school or how stressed they are something british um and how much they hate um, their husbands you know british things then the the thought transitions to something like at least i have actimel to help me get through the day or something like that (laughs) you know like or it's like really serious. It's like at least I have Gaviscon to stop me shitting myself. <laughs> like, and it's... I'll say it all casual. Like, that's what the monologues remind me of. <laughs> so I keep expecting. I keep expecting Linda, or Emma, or uh, you know, um, Alice to suddenly be like, uh, "Well, Alice did do that, except she did it with straight vodka." She's like, at least I have this vodka. <laughs> at least I have Grey <laughs> Goose straight from pissed. the bottle. I've been making fake Actimel memes recently because I just find like the whole like vibe of Actimel really funny. <laughs> Where I like I like take the adverts and I like paste over the text with horrible shit. I've been making horror Actimel. Like <laughs> Actimel is gut Actimel. healthy to keep away the parasites. You know, like <laughs> Actimel uh, keeps away the xenomorph face huggers. <laughs> a happy, a happy tummy makes a happy chest buster. Yeah. If um, anyone who listens to this podcast wants to know what I do with my with my spare time, it is the I do the kind of things where I make fake Actimel memes. So exactly what you would expect. <laughs> exactly what you would expect. Um. So. Natasha is talking to Emma over Skype. Everyone is everyone is fucking zooming and skyping. I assume they don't the name right those now. two because those are brands. I don't fucking. So pay presumably they're like, oh, let us get onto a video calling service. Let I'll because they can't say FaceTime. So they say. What would be a funny middle class thing to them to say that they don't say, but I'm going to say they say. I'll facey face uh, you. I'll facey face you. <laughs> yeah. I'll face you later. Le- I'll um, fa- face um, you later, love. No, they, they, they're they trying to be hip. They say I'll download you later. <laughs> <laughs> this is a early 2000s hacker movie. <laughs> hey, hey, you don't see more. You don't see more logged in today. Um, 
Gigabyte brother. Gigabyte brother. Gigabyte brother. Is... Gigabyte brother is uh, my cyberpunk giga... name. Mine is um, uh, mine's try new search. Try new search. Yeah, that's actually a thing. I played a role playing game. Um, that was like it was called Hello World, and it was set in. I should I should tell people on this podcast that I've done a ton of like Twitch role playing, and I should. You should have, like, tell me. To watch I didn't that know sometimes. that. You don't know I I you don't know I've. I didn't know you were streamed. Twitch famous. You I'm, you were eh. Twitch affiliated streamer. I'm a Twitch affiliated streamer. Um, I'll talk I about that at the that. end of the show. We should talk about the archers. You know the thing. Yeah, we're we doing. should probably do that. I I will um I will download y'all to the Twitch streaming that I do um some at some point. I don't think there's a crossover in market really, unless the crossover in market is loving me. Which... The crossover in market is that we write the Archers tabletop role playing game. <laughs> that is oh, th- okay so that's a mini a mini series a mini series at some point is us writing and is then it? playing the archers okay TTRPG. but i have had this conversation already with people just so you know and i talked about it being like there's like you you do like roll you like roll to run into someone um, random encounter tables are just other people <laughs> in the village. Yeah, it's random encounter tables. Uh, he just like gets hit by a Range Rover, like <laughs> like what Adam did. <laughs> random encounter, your cows get out. Uh, you, you... It's like you roll on a ta- you roll on a table for some bullshit to happen, um, and then you have to deal with it. And there's different. Your stats are like um, your stats are like uh, ability to communicate effectively. Like it's charisma, but privilege. it's like Yeah, privilege. Um you got a privilege stat, you got a um bundling idiot stat. <laughs> Cause like the bundling the all of the stats are gonna be like um spectrum stats. Like what's there's a couple of systems where you have benefits on a scale. You know, uh, right, yeah. so if you're at one at one extreme, you get those benefits, and if you're at the other extreme, you get those benefits. So if you're low privilege, you get to call people out on their bullshit with like high persuasion, and if you're high privilege, everything works out for you because you have infinite <laughs> infinite capital rolling yeah. in, and then you have like the bumbling idiot stat, a competency stat. So if you're at bumbling idiot. You fuck up all of the time, but also you get like a stroke of luck ability where everything just works out for you. And then if you're like highly competent, um, you you can deal with things, but also nobody likes you. Amazing. I this is I'm I'm deadly serious. This is going to be a mini series no, where yeah, we write and serious, write and play this. We'll get some guests on, and we'll do a one of us will have to like GM mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, as as the archer. <laughs> So again, uh, free sixteen back. Try new search was the name of a character I played in a like retro punk okay. RPG where I was I had amnesia and if you tried to search my character's name in like the system of the digital world, it would say try new search. Amazing. So that was the name. Funny, funny. 
um, back again, uh, Natasha on on call with Emma was like giving Emma free makeup because Natasha has all of this expensive makeup and she was in her head doing this to make up for the fact that Fallon was going to fire Emma. A thing that Fallon has not decided to do yet. Nor should Natasha be talking to Emma about and was and was saying mm, it's you know I want to I feel bad because of the tea room having to reorganize and she was like reconstitute the business she reconstitute the business things. sounds like a euphemism for murder <laughs> yeah it's we're like just having to do some reorganizations within the organization she said we have to rest you having to restructure something. She's gonna and restructure like, the bones in her face. Jump in a fucking well, you Welsh pillock. <laughs> there was a thing going on as well where either the call kept dropping or Natasha and Emma both deliberately pretending like the call was dropping because they hated the conversation. Sorry, can't sorry. <laughs> and I, it wasn't clear. Yeah, so- Sorry, you're breaking but, up. No. Um, it must be all the interference from you being a huge, stupid bitch. <laughs> Sorry, I can't quite make that out. Are you being a complete it's bellend? Just, your vibes are so disgusting, it's interfering with you the You have rancid vibes and it's got all over my ethernet cable. <laughs> you call up, you... That's the, like, second thing they ask you when you call up. After it's like, have you switched on and off again? They're like, um, have you have you done a have, have you, you done, done a vibes vibe check, check recently? <laughs> check your Ethernet cable for vibes. Um, yeah, this thing's infested with vibes. And Emma chose to deal with this in the most like emotionally mature way possible by being passive aggressive to Fallon instead of like actually communicating that there was an issue and Fallon also on her end refused to communicate that there was an issue so it was just them being aggressively polite to each other over text so um British British so like the British thing to do okay it was literally like a monologue of Emma like (laughs) I was actually laughing at this bit though because I had this recently someone really pissed me off recently um and I was in the living room with my flatmate r- writing and and deleting messages for, for about an hour. <laughs> oh, that's always fun to do. So you're like, no, I can't say that. And delete the whole thing. And, uh, and Will, my flatmate, would be like, you can't say that. And I, was, I would be like, I know I can't say that. But it's good, it's good to type it out. <laughs> it's good to type it out. He's like, you can't say everything you want to. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> You think it's I don't like know they've that? never met. If you. I said half the things I want to say, the world would burn. <laughs> I would... genuinely, if I did half the things I wanted to do, there would be I would be imprisoned for arson. So, <laughs> half the things like... you want to do are set fire to buildings. <laughs> it's just, it's fit... Things Ray wants to accomplish, and then there's just a big subsection. It's a it's a Venn diagram, and one of yeah, the circles the, is the, fire. The other half are tangential to that. Yeah, that's the overlap like... is quite large, uh, and it involves a lot of setting fire thing yeah. to things. But they're things you're allowed to set fire to, like Guy Fawkes. Yeah. So half is setting fire, uh, and the other half is the things I do to the people who escape the building. <laughs> They can't use they can't use um, podcasts in court, right? 
I mean, they haven't gotten us yet. <laughs> well, Your Honor, uh, thank you for listening. Please subscribe, <laughs> rate Your us Honor, on iTunes. You... <laughs> Your Honor, uh, motion to dismiss the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, moving swiftly on. Uh, so Natasha can't be held responsible for the things I say whilst being recorded for a podcast. It's it it was a goof. Remember the bit at the beginning where I explained what a goof was. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's been going on. Uh, I I am desperate to hear about pee pee pills. Pee pee pills. I've been holding it in. But you said you wanted to hear about the that at the end. So shall I talk about Alice? Uh, oh yeah, briefly briefly mention what Alice is doing. Uh, fucking up being an idiot well there we go that's Uh, it how brief was that briefer Uh, than we've ever managed before it's a new record she fucking mixed the grey she got she she fucked up and Ed accidentally mixed with the grain with the malted barley and I know you don't know how big of a deal that is but it's a pretty fucking deal I mean that just sounds like she said barn free she meant barn two Ed mixed the grain with the malted barley and he almost got fired even though Alice was the one who begged him to take this job even though he had a ton of contracting work I can't the amount of profit you you lose when you accidentally mix grain with malted barley like I can't even imagine they're gonna have to sell it for pig feed Alex they're gonna have to sell it for pig feed it's the only thing they can do and it's all Alice's fault because she's a lazy stupid bitch did he not check I'm being really I'm gonna I'm gonna take Alice's side even though I know none of the context did he not check the barn before randomly pouring malted barley inside of a barn did he not look at it and go like well that doesn't look like malted barley I don't I talk a big game (laughs) but you know, like, I don't know enough about the difference between malted barley and grain. Like how and also how similar things in barns? How similar do these cereals and look? And making mistakes to <laughs> explain whether or not this plotline is realistic. I'm just saying that you know, just like before you make muesli, you've got to check the barn. <laughs> Now it seems like you're acting like you know enough to... It's what my grandpappy always said. Before you make muesli, you've got to check the barn. He sat me down when I was a wee one on his knee. Japanese proverb. And he said... (laughs) he, He handed me a fistful of sultanas. And he said, before you make muesli, you've got to check the barn. Now get out there and... Sir... Feed some pigeons. Koji Chukugo is like four four kanji compound noun. Um, make make muesli check barn. <laughs> uh, so before before doing muesli, check barn. Instructions not clear. Made muesli. Um, <laughs> check back of box. Don't make muesli. Check expiration date. Do you think that, like, if this episode went into a time capsule, how <laughs> how long in the future 
until it is completely incomprehensible. So you know how... I thought you were going to say the opposite. So I thought you were going to say how far in the future before what we're saying actually actually sounds like language. Yeah, no, I was more, I was more, you know how, you know, we we say about like... like, Long-term nuclear waste warning message is just this podcast. Yeah, it's like they they made in the 90s, they made these like uh, micro discs that would like, the metal that they were made Mm -hmm. from would last like Mm -hmm. 16 billion years but within six months they didn't have the equipment to read them anymore like that that level of like preparedness mm, for the future like but not yeah exactly like we can't read rice cakes in a floppy disk drive anymore um so how far into the future before this episode makes no sense at all and it why is it yesterday <laughs> how long before it makes no sense how long before it starts making sense? Uh, yeah how long does it, it go this is full not a circle, podcast of honor horseshoe momentum like ten thousand no years in the future no great no great radio soap opera is commemorated here um okay well uh write in and, and tell us where you fall on the grain de- the grain debate uh, hello if you would like to if you have a question or uh, advice to give about malted barley to this technically farming orientated podcast, please call. <laughs> call the number please on call, screen. Please call 111. <laughs> let, let your operator know that there are two people in various parts of the UK who desperately need your help. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> If Please you have the symptoms of malted barley, let them know. <laughs> Please call Good Samaritans and let them know Ray Ray really needs their help again, and it's malted barley it's again. Malted barley. <laughs> yeah, again. Uh, Come on, again. I let's let's get no qualms here. Um. Okay. You've met me, L- Linda. The last I heard from Linda, pills, yeah. she was recovering from bomb. <laughs> A terrible case of bomb. She, she'd caught bomb. Um, and she was out of hospital last month, I remember, and back at home. And there was a monologue where she was really kind of depressed because she couldn't, she felt like she couldn't do anything on her own. And so she went out into the garden and then she like injured herself or something. And she was just like laying on the floor for ages. I remember this. I, I, I feel like out of all of the characters on the arches, Linda is the one I know mm-hmm. the most about. I don't know why this is. I feel a kinship with her in some in some degrees. Uh, Obligatory clap when Alex remembers information about the arts. I actually remembered plot points. So, how does this a recovering b- bomb sufferer uh, lead us to penis enlargement slash erectile dysfunction pills? Penis troubles. So. Are these penis, penis troubles bomb related? Conundrums. Did the bomb cause Pinun- the pee pee to go no? Bomb equals bad so, penis. So, Linda and Robert struggling. I'm just going to stop using, like, uh, articles. <laughs> <laughs> now, really strip the, the, uh, the no. language down to its bare bones. Um, yeah, no definitives, just. <laughs> so, Robert. Linda, marriage strained due to bomb symptoms. <laughs> I, 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 how, how, 
How? And How does a let bomb... Me okay. Let me finish. Okay. You know what I wait? Are you talking about how is the bo- the bombs of bombs being a third wheel? Um, <laughs> let me finish, okay? Okay. Marriage strained. Robert being too delicate with Linda. Lillian, Lillian helping them. I genuinely have lost the ability to say to and 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 from. <laughs> it's just leaving me at this point. Flapjack, help me. Um, <laughs> Lillian's been helping them talking both to Robert and to Linda. She's been having conversations with Linda about the fact that Robert is too delicate with her. Like, for instance, Linda wants them to, like, fight about shit and be normal and everything. Um, You know, bicker, like married couples do. And she's also afraid that Robert doesn't want her anymore. And it was, like, in in the way that... like he used to sexually cute conversation kind of you know the vague the vagaries of like physical attraction not just sex but like the sin of lust you know and all it embodies i guess i wouldn't i wouldn't Um, know i'm I'm pure yeah i know i'm a nun very pure being i've i've been an i was assigned nun at birth i was assigned uh confused and <laughs> perturbed at birth it's kind of like adjacent to a nun it's more like an insane hermit like a friar <laughs> yeah assigned friar tuck at birth a friar who draws uh who draws lots of animals around big letters as a way of coping with the fact that they don't understand actually <laughs> they don't understand vaginas th- uh, no <laughs> You do. You mentioned that. Um, do you know about the trend in the? This is a complete diversion. In the, like the fourteenth or fifteenth century, flying penises. For uh, yeah, flying penises was one thing I was going to mention, but the other was knights fighting snails. Yeah, in the margins of manuscripts, <laughs> these giant knights snails. fighting snails in the margins of ma- manuscripts is like vague about what I've always wanted to call uh, an album if I ever like do a band. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, sorry. So he's yeah worried about the vagueness of lust. Yes. Uh, which is the other. That's the EP that comes afterwards. She's worried about it. And it was a really nice moment where she said her type was Tom Selleck in his Magnum PI days, and I was like, "That's so. Cute. That's yeah. You go, Linda." They're joking with Lillian about it. We like a woman that knows what she wants. <laughs> yeah. It was like yeah, it is course you love a big mustache so robert and lillian were talking as well and he's worried because he like knows at points there was like a point where linda tried to initiate things he's terrified of hurting her and lillian in a moment that was funny but also i think like quite good was kind of like sometimes women kind of like are okay with the people that they love like taking risks i was like that's a very mature thing for the archers to say that's a very balanced perspective i like that sometimes women are you know sometimes sometimes sexual attraction not that i would know but (laughs) your honor (laughs) your honor I don't know much about penis and vagina, but 
<laughs> um, sometimes things are messy and that's okay. Like sometimes you pull a hip. Sometimes two old people still want a sex life and one of them throws their hip out. And sometimes you know, and people suffering the from the symptoms of bomb want to be torn in half. <laughs> okay. That's all I have to say to that. Okay. I was... I'm You're trying to. Funny. I'm trying to find. <laughs> I'm trying to find the Viagra in this. In this. I'm getting there. <laughs> There's a lot. To... You may have noticed, but this is a story. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't listen to the Archers, so I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand narratology. Is that like? Is that like fucking Scientology? <laughs> I worship the Archers. So. When he talked to Lillian, he said it's also been a really long time, and I don't know if I can. And she was like, right, okay, I can sort this shit. She was like, it's like riding a bicycle, but you're not riding a bicycle. You need a pill to do it sometimes? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were saying he'd forgotten how to have sex. I think he was saying that thing that sometimes old people they get out of touch with their bodies. You know, uh, funnily enough, right? I've had uh, very few conversations with older people about sex. Um, I guess I just know stuff. Uh, I guess you do. Uh, I I don't want to know how. Um, the human body is fickle, and I'm empathetic to who anyone who experiences that so i just know a lot of tangential medical knowledge plus like also if i'm being realistic it does help when half of my family is in the medical profession and never shuts up about it sorry for being mean about that but stop telling me about all of the exposed organs that you've seen if you don't want me to complain about the fact that you do that <laughs> uh yeah whereas uh, my family are uh tories so <laughs> so they don't talk yeah. about sex at all because it i think they uh reproduce via cuttings oh i you take a cutting from a tory you I chop off one of their fingers organs, i didn't mean like penises and vaginas <laughs> i meant literal exposed organs i was talking about them being so gross, so did I, I could see where you could no i also i also thought you were talking about like intestines but now that you say exposed organs it's the only way i'm ever going to talk about <laughs> Um, so it's my favorite part about going to church i just know a lot about i i just know a lot about medicine because i'm interested and i know a lot of literally sometimes the body can just get out of practice with these things Sorry, I'm laughing at Janet in the corner, just <laughs> taking like full a full five seconds to realise my joke of my joke about going to church and exposed organs, <laughs> and then just pure dismay. Um, no, I, I understand. I uh, chose to it surreptitiously move on. <laughs> please continue it's with your story not. about how he's lost touch with his Sometimes penis. Sometimes I think it's funnier for the podcast if I pretend like I haven't heard your hilarious jokes. <laughs> Well, it it might be better for the podcast, but it's not better for my (laughs) self-esteem. I'm sorry. I just really, I have this image in my head all of the time of everyone getting really mad because they're like, did Ray notice that? Did Ray? 
Did Ray hear that? I'm I'm, I'm like, the Travis McElroy of this podcast. His jokes are never truly appreciated on the Bim Bam. It's true. Okay, so he's lost touch with his penis. Yeah. So she gets him a pill. I'm sorry, Janice. Uh, I'm hearing a voice. It's telling us to shut up. Let's just talk about the pill and go. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm what? <laughs> you can't say that about me. Or my mother. <laughs> so, uh, Lillian gets Robert a pill. Sorry, I'm almost on the verge of tears. I, The language Janet used. I've never, <laughs> never heard anything like that before. Um, say that right in my ear where I can't escape. People have been tried. People have been tried by the U- UN for less than that, Janet. Um, pill, G- Lillian, give Robert. Oh, Lillian um, gave him the pill, like a like a Lillian gave him like a sex the drug dealer, like a sexy like a drug, sex de- drug dealer. <laughs> you can get those things legally, right? Sexy drug dealers <laughs> gave him pill. <laughs> right. Yeah, I and think you can buy. He Viagra tried to surreptitiously take it. He tried to surreptitiously take it during dessert, but uh, Linda did he, saw. Did he slip it into his spotted she, dick? Like, <laughs> and she got really mad because she has interpreted that as him needing to take it because she's right and he no longer finds her attractive. It's a whole mess. Oh. This It's real depressing. This story got sad at the end. You you lured me in with the promise of pee pee pills and then you made me question middle class marriages and middle life crises and oh damn it. I pranked you, bruh. It was sad. <laughs> um yeah, well I I I like Linda. I I've turned around. I used to. You you didn't. I I used to you think didn't. that she was kind of irritating, uh. But I've turned around on her. She's the only one that's on my side, uh, in terms of the ghosts, uh, at Grey Gables. So you know, I I think that's where my affinity with her started. Her side was that she she didn't believe it. And then my side was I chose to believe that maybe at one point she was faking the ghost things like a Scooby-Doo villain. Oh, I thought that she believed it and there was something to do with Jam. That may have been... No, that was Tracy. I'm sorry, baby. That was Tracy. Damn it. Well, you can revoke my points that I got earlier for remembering something. (laughs) Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on her side now. Let's just say that. Um, and I hope that they get to bone. That's such a nice sentiment, Alex. Sometimes you're a, you're a, you're a, you're a real good. You're a, you're a good and you know that. Yeah, I've often been told that when I tell middle-aged couples that. I hope everyone who wants to gets to bone. You know what? There's so many. There's so few. You know, there's there's the world. The world can be a dark and and scary place sometimes, and sometimes when all hope is lost. Um, all you all you have is boning. I've heard, and uh, <laughs> and you, you know that's why we're gonna have um, so many babies born in December and January. 
you say that my cousin is literally due due a child at the end of October. <laughs> oh, you know I I'm, I'm going to be an ankle at the end of October. Did you know that? I I I didn't. Don't you have two of those already? Don't I have two ankles? Nieces or nephews? No, I'm going to be an I'm going to be an ankle. I'm going to be a whole ankle. That's what puts your foot on your so shin? That's my word. No, that's my word for a, that's, Oh. That's oh. the word I came up with. I thought it would be like uncle. No, no uncle? Like aunt uncle uncle? There's, oh, but you say aunt. Yeah, like aunt uncle. Yeah. So ankle. I was going to go uncle. But uncle sounds like on call, which is what half of your family are, because they're all in the medical profession. Mm. My uh, my goal, my my plan, my mo with this whole thing is with, with this I, human life. I, yes, this human life. My mo with this human life is, um, I prob I'm 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 guessing I'm not going to be able to get most of my family to call me ankle ray but every time anyone is out of the room and it's just me and uh this child i'm gonna say ankle ray ankle ray just shaking ankle ray. shaking and- this baby ankle ray ankle ray <laughs> please i uh so this has been another one i feel like this episode had loop the loops uh where we uh, you know, like the the flat bits on a roller coaster were where we were on on topic, and then the the fun bits was everything else. It was it was yeah yeah it was loop de loops the whole way in that I was feeling an extreme amount of adrenaline and confusion and nausea yeah and nausea mostly nausea. Uh, and I was screaming for a lot of it. Yeah, well, I happy scream on roller coasters though. Uh, I love screaming, so I do it intentionally. Uh, so. Until next month, scream along with us into the void. Um, uh, thank you so or much for listening. people's faces. You do you. <laughs> Whoever you need to scream at, that's okay. Um, thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter. Uh, our Twitter is ATN underscore podcast, I think. Mm-hmm. And because I promised I would say... Um, I technically did a lot of Twitch streaming with the San Gennaro Co-op. They are a Twitch thing that hosts people who do role-playing on Twitch. Um, I haven't done any in a long time, and they don't keep the videos long-term, so you probably can't watch any of mine, but I still really recommend it. They do lots of kinds of games, and lots of them are RPGs that don't get a lot of attention by indie creators. Things like Balak Bayan, Brinkwood. Brinkwood's my favourite. Hello World. I started playing Brinkwood. I got invited to play because I said funny things about Cursed Estrada on Twitter and someone saw them and they said, hey, do you want to come be in my roleplay? That's literally the dream. That is the dream. I am living the dream. Uh, We haven't played in a long time, but it was really good. Um, San Gennaro Co-op, Brinkwood. Um, You can check it out on Twitter. There you go. Um, Look, we did actual promo at the end of an episode as well. Yeah. Tweet, tweet us, like us, give us reviews, tell me you love me. Give us validation. <laughs> um, tell me, tell me you love me. <laughs> tell me you, tell me you think. Oh of me. no, Mrs. Doubtfire's broken into the studio. 
Uh, I have been relentlessly onward marching Alex. Mm -hmm. And I have been the uh, welly wearer formerly known as Ray. And thank you for joining us. Don't forget to shut the gate on your way out. Or those cows... They'll start taking pee-pee pills. (laughs) I was going to say... I was going to say those cows will mix the malted barley with the the grain, but I I like yours better. Bye! Bye!